0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Monday Morning Recap. My name is Pastor Matt, and I'm here
1: with Pastor Todd,
0: and it's great to be back. And, you know, it's been a little spotty over the summer, but, uh, you know, now we're finally back recording, and I guess it does kind of work. We've kind of done it by series anyway, though, when we've picked it up. So it's uh, it's kind of worked out in that way. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, good to be doing this. And if you're listening, thanks uh, for joining us today. And I have to ask you this, Pastor Todd. I don't know if I've actually ever asked you this. Um, Rebecca and I went to the Bagel Nook yesterday, and uh, I got a breakfast sandwich. So I got,
1: you know, what do you get on a breakfast sandwich? What's kind of like your go-to? So there's like, just two basic ones I like, which the first one is uh, really, can be any time, pork roll, egg and cheese. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that can really be in any time, but I usually get that. The other one I get often is uh, just sausage, egg, and cheese. Okay. On like either like an English muffin or usually an English muffin. I feel like when you get the bagels, it's like way too much bread. Yes, for yeah, the sandwich. The <coughs> so
0: Starbucks has a uh, sausage, egg, and cheese on an English muffin. It's pretty good with uh, some sriracha. Their sriracha sauce is pretty good. It's like kind of sweet. It's, okay. it's obviously still hot, but it's got a sweetness to it. It's pretty good.
1: And actually, when I make at home, when I make at home, that's usually what I have. Salsa, egg, and cheese on a, an English muffin with whatever hot sauce we have. Oh, so nice. usually Frank's hot sauce because that's easiest to find. So. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: Yeah. I get a bacon, egg, and cheese with avocado. That's kind of been my mm-hmm. now go-to. And I was getting bacon, egg, and cheese, I guess avocado, salt, pepper, ketchup. But that's... It's kind of a lot, honestly. So I've been holding off on the ketchup and sometimes the salt
1: and pepper. And actually, we just got an air fryer, so I'm looking to see what more I can do with breakfasty stuff. Like I know you can hard boiled eggs, and not really hard boiled, I guess, if you use an air fryer. But I don't know hard boiled like eggs. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I'm gonna be experimenting with that. So maybe I'll come up with fancy schmancy breakfast sandwiches.
0: Nice. Okay. And how's uh, it been going now? School year started. Um, things going okay with the fam and everything?
1: Oh, yeah. We're in the middle of marching band season. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that controls our lives <laughs> Yeah. until uh, beginning of November sometime. And actually, even past November, well, even towards to the end of November, because the kids, I think, are going to be doing... The Philadelphia Thanksgiving Day Parade. Wow, so, really? Yeah, and it, it is televised. You know, it's on your Philadelphia channels. You know, so it's kind of competing with Macy's Day Parade. So I don't know how many people watch it, but um, but yeah, they get to do it. It's a major. It is the major Philadelphia parade. Is it because they're like a really good marching band? Because I'm almost like
0: surprised. Like, why wouldn't they use like a Philadelphia marching band or
1: something? Yeah. Well, first of all, our the band director is constantly trying to get the band promoted so that they can do things like this. Okay. Uh, so he knows some parade people or whatever. But also because, yeah, they're a, they're a band that's... Um, has won awards, you know, for a marching band. Um, so, in fact, they just had their first competition this weekend. And they won Best Band in their Division and then Best Overall Band. So, wow. you know, bragging on them for a second. But... Um, weren't sure what was going to happen this year since the band cut cut in half <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> from everybody graduating and then not a lot of new students and then COVID. So, uh, so yeah. So that's that's my start of school is also start of marching band. So that's what we do every weekend now until
0: yeah yeah. 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 Well,
1: that's fun. That's exciting and it's good memories
0: oh absolutely stuff
1: absolutely and you know what's nice about it is because they start during the summer like daniel who's a freshman coming in this year uh already had contact with a lot of kids before school started because they start in january uh they start in july practicing yeah, yeah so he already met a lot of the kids and is not starting out cold that's
0: nice you know. yeah what's he so. play trumpet oh he does yeah oh, that's what yeah. i played in marching band
1: Yep, he's got his trumpet and... um like
0: to roll your feet and everything. Yeah,
1: yep, yep. How to march backwards. And yeah. And then they do little dances or whatever here and there. and Oh, that's cool. Because you know, it's, a, it's a droid theme, so they do a little bit of a robot dance, you okay. know what I mean, at, at one point, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, fun fact, Rebecca was in Color Guard. Okay. In high school, yeah, which, like,
0: I feel like you wouldn't know because she doesn't do a lot of athletic stuff, Like, like... You know, she doesn't like go running and things like that. Like, and she doesn't talk about stuff she does. So like, <laughs> every time I'm like, yeah, but you know how to, t-. I'm like, you can toss like the rifles. She's like, yeah, I'm like, you're going to do that I, for me.
1: You're going to show me how you do this, that. Like <laughs> the, the, some of the stuff that the flags do are, are impressive. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and when they're all on, it really looks professive. Y- yeah. You know, when they're impressive, impressive. Um, okay. when they're all, when they're all timed Nicely, yeah, you know, just go color guard
0: nice, so let's jump in for a little bit. uh you know, now kind of we've got really the whole series that we could talk about. I think it's probably a lot to do at that point, but it's been a great series called I'm in, and as we've gotten back into the fall, and uh you know, just being uh, with the four weeks have been I'm invited. I'm invaluable, I'm influential, and I'm invested. And I think each week has been really great. And uh, one, that was great. This is just funny. Uh, in week two, and Pastor Jeff was talking about all the different, like, okay, there's individuals, and then they're called something as a mm-hmm. group. So an elephant is a herd. Uh, it's a pride of lions. And he kind of was going through the list. And, of course, the best one was, it's a committee of
1: vultures. <laughs> mm. And you know what? Like... Like sometimes it really is just vultures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm on a couple of committees now, actually, which is funny. Um And most of them are good, but there, there's one I'm on that I really well. I don't want to say. I don't want to say too much, so I don't say what it is. But like, I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> this makes sense. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's pretty funny. So
1: yeah, committees, and you know what. That's, this is one way that, like, somebody a God is very different than, like, other churches. Because if you're doing, like, a Methodist church or whatever, like, everything is run by committees. Yeah. And, like, a Methodist church, or, they have a pulpit committee, they have a committee for this, a grounds, a committee for that. So I don't know how they get anything done.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like everybody's got to say something.
1: Everybody's got an opinion, and if you don't agree, what and do you do? And most of the time you don't know, or it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, but, yeah,
0: yeah so... Anyway, yeah, that was a great, that was a great one. So if you're on a committee, you know, you know, that's what it's like sometimes. But um, yeah, so actually I did want to ask this though. So like for the week three, I'm influential and I preached that week, um, you know, kind of the whole thing was that we're influential. Jesus wants us to use our influence for the gospel. And then I spent most of the time in John chapter four with the woman at the well, really famous story. And how she influenced, like, all the Samaritans in her village. And, you know, her life wasn't all together. She was an outcast and all this stuff. Uh, And you can listen to that if you want. You know, I think that was kind of the crux of it. But so sometimes it's hard to come up with questions when you did your own. But I thought this, though, like, if I was listening or I thought if somebody was listening, they may think, though, well, what about holiness? Like, I'm saying... You don't have to have your life all together to influence someone for Christ. And, of course, I think that. I said that from the stage. (laughs) But, like, you know, the pushback maybe could just be, like, well, yeah, but, like, what about holiness? Like, aren't we called to holiness? Or uh, are we more effective when we're we're holy, right? We talk about being different and separate from the world. And so you're saying, like, you know, this woman, like, I don't know. I, I guess that's my, that would be my pushback or that'd be my thinking is like, so you're telling,
1: does that matter at all? Or what's the place of of holiness, you know? So I'd say yes to both (laughs) holiness and you don't have to be perfect. Uh, I think, I don't know. And thinking about that, I think my thing is, 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 is what Todd is. It's one thing to be like, I don't have to have it all together to influence others. Mm-hmm. but the thing is is do you use that as an excuse to stay there
0: yeah right
1: or is it like okay i don't have my life together i recognize these areas i'm trying to my best to be an influence but i also want to grow and i want to grow in some of these areas so that i can be a better influence so i can be more of an influence so that the parts of me that aren't that are a work in progress with god aren't a negative influence yeah you know what i mean so Do you have to have perfect holiness? Who does? Who does? Nobody. But do you want to just rest on the laurels of, well, I don't have to be perfect. I can just do whatever and still, I don't think we want to hang out
0: there either, you know? So I think that they could both then, that's a great answer. And I think so they could both be excuses like for opposites of each other. You could say, yeah, well, I don't have to have it all together. And now that's an excuse to not grow or not to address sin in your life, which is not what Jesus did in that story, by the way. He did call her out. Or you can be on the flip side and you can say, uh, well, and I guess that's what the message was addressing. You don't have to have it all together. But, well,
1: you have to be holy. You have to be discipled. You have to know scripture. Like you can't do anything because I'm holy and I do it. Right. And you don't quite measure up to my level. Right. So, or, or just, or more just or, like. Now, look, even if it's not my level, but you I don't measure up to the level.
0: The level. Or I, I mean more like an excuse of like, well, so I can't be an influence because I'm not ready. You know what I mean? I'm, okay. I don't okay. have it together. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not ready. Or, or yeah, but also that too. Like, well, you're not ready. I can do it, but you're not ready because um, I've been in the Lord. I've been discipled. I, pray and you seem like you don't do those things as good as me
1: and the one thing i think about that is when you talk ab- uh, w- i think about philip when um the ethiopian and he was riding on the chariot with him explained scripture baptizes him and then that ethiopian without a whole lot of other learning goes back to his home country and is an influence there you yeah. know what i mean yes no one said to him you can't do that because you haven't reached a certain level you know it's okay you understand the gospel a little bit share what you understand with others you yeah. know um yeah and 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 yeah you can't use that as an excuse i can't like i i can't share jesus with others or i can't be an influence to others because i've not re- achieved a certain level um like that's that's uh, i would say the enemy loves to hear that yeah you know what I mean? Because, again, who is at a, who is perfect in their faith? Yeah. Who has reached that level? Not that we don't strive for it, but, I mean, even the biggest guys in the world, if you think about being giants in their faith, Billy Graham, Francis Chan, Paul Tripp, um, uh, some of the other big speakers, whatever, how many of them have perfect faith
0: <laughs> you know yeah right right so yeah yeah so then yeah okay so then actually this i have a comment but i'm going to save it for the next one so this is like my other thing <clears throat> you know uh okay so you don't have to have your life all together and i kind of ended with like you know you don't you don't know you have no idea how one moment can change someone's life right mm-hmm. A conversation, an invite to church, a prayer, anything.
1: You know what it is? It's the thinking of it all rests on me. Does it all rest on you or is there a reliance upon the Holy Spirit and God in that? You know what I mean? Yeah. If it all rests on you, then yeah, you have to have it all together. You have to be perfect. You know, you gotta you gotta be like above human. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. to speak. But if it relies on God, then you do your part, and you have to trust that God does His part. And where we fall short, God's power does not fall short and moves. You, you know, yeah. so
0: all right. And what does Paul say? Yeah, I planted, Apollos watered, but God caused the growth. Right. It, it, right. If it if it's all on you, I I actually I would find that deflating. Like it was not. I can't share. Yeah. It's like. How
1: could I? Because mm-hmm. what if no I mess up? I what if I say the wrong somebody... thing? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to Yeah. Yeah. And and even like, you, I mean, you brought up Paul. Even Paul said, I didn't come to you with eloquent words. I came yeah. to you with a very simple, you know, very simple message. And, you know, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about, I think, on a uh, previous podcast about like hoops that we make people jump through too. That's actually a great point. Like Paul saying that I just came to you with simple, the simple gospel. Here's what it is. And you believed how many times do we uh, we build it up and we make it harder than that. It's more complicated than that, or you know, um, so but I wanted to ask this though, too. And I think I may have asked this before on the podcast, I don't know, but like this whole thing is really about evangelism, telling others about Christ and and so, is it okay to be friends with an agenda? Is it okay to be friends with an agenda? Uh, I have something I want to say. I, well, I have a lot I could say about this. But what do you think about that? If We're talking about like, oh, evangelizing and sharing Christ. You don't have to have it all together. So is
1: it okay then to be friends with an agenda? <laughs> so I know a particular guy who used to brag about all the people that he shared Jesus with that week. Okay. Be, it would be like... He ran a pizza shop, and he'd always be talking, well, I told this person, I told that person, I told that person. But then sometimes you feel like, well, if the only reason why you're friends with a particular person is because you're looking to have them be another notch in your belt. Yeah. Uh, that feels slimy. <laughs> I don't know how to put it, like, like disingenuous or something. I I don't know what the right word is. So, but on the other hand, on the other hand, if your goal is I'm going to befriend them, I want to lead them to Christ because I want to have a friendship with them that has eternal value. Like, if people are just a project to be worked on, I I I feel like that's kind of like. Almost like you're using them for yourself, and that right. But if your goal is, hey, I'm going to befriend them because I want to shape them for Christ. But then you don't drop them like a hot potato after that. Yeah. After they say the sinner's prayer, I think that's diff- different. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I I guess what I'm saying is, if you're really a friend with an agenda towards salvation, I think that's okay. If it's just you're you're picking them and you have an agenda for somebody and your friendship is very shallow with them, maybe that's a different thing.
0: Yeah, and that's um, a good way to put it. Like you just said, if you're a friend with an agenda to lead them in Christ, that's one thing. But if it's just a project, because I lost my thought. That's what I was going to say. I like literally forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, like you want to be... Because uh, I think there's a couple of things. There's like tension is... Uh, I remember what I was going to say now. Like, of course, if we believe what we believe about Jesus and heaven and hell, huh, how could I not want right. to Absolutely. bring someone to Christ? Absolutely. On the other hand, like you're saying, if somebody's just a project, the only re- my the only reason I have a relationship with them at all is so that they would become a Christian. Right? It does feel disingenuous now.
1: And I don't think that's what Jesus modeled. Yeah. Jesus didn't model... Hey, he came to earth and his goal was just to make disciples and he didn't really care about people beyond them being a disciple. Mm. You know, I don't think that's I don't think that's who he was. I think I think he came and he genuinely loved people. Yes. And yeah. that is why he had an agenda for their lives. Yeah. Not that he had an agenda and using and people were the way for him to get his agenda accomplished. Do, yeah. do, do, like there's a yeah, there's a, a little bit of a different mentality there. I got to tell everybody about Jesus, so you're just a person I happen to pick. Yeah. And I'm just going to keep whacking away at you <laughs> until until I get my agenda accomplished and then I'll move on. That's that's not what he did. He's like I'm here because I care about my creation. I care about you and so I have an agenda for you which is to come to faith, to have eternal life, to have forgiveness of sins. Um, But that's an extension of my love for you and not Yeah. the totality. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I just started reading a book, a new book yesterday,
0: and that's exactly what he said. It was just like Jesus hung out with the, the sinners, the irreligious, and they didn't all become followers of him as a result like he genuinely just loved them he he was saying he hung out with them so much that he was sometimes called one of them like you know he's a drunkard and a glutton because he hangs out with sinners and tax collectors and prostitutes and jesus didn't care that that's what people said about him because he loved these people he loved people who you know the religious people ignored so yeah yeah I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know if I have a point. I, the other thing I was going to say was like I think when you're passionate about something you're going to share it and yeah. I just read about um I just finished a book Nabil Qureshi. if you know him, he was a former Muslim who became a Christian. Okay. He wrote a few books. He's really smart. But the book I read Abby got it for me Shlai. I read his last book, which it was more really comparing Islam and Christianity. But she got me his first book which was like his story, which actually I got to say was like way more interesting. It it was really gripping. But one of basically he said the reason he became a Christian is because there was a Christian in his life who was committed just to being his friend and not converting him. And of course they talked about religion all the time. That's what the book is, all these conversations they had. But the truth was at the end of the day, he knew this guy loved him as a brother. Right no matter what. And of course, because he's a Christian, he wanted him to become a Christian. This is what I believe about your eternal destiny. Right. But anyway, that genuine friendship is what really um, stuck through that whole time that allowed him to be, to break these walls down and eventually have faith in Christ.
1: And maybe just even along this conversation, even thinking like down more to basics, like, you're not trying to earn your own salvation by, by going out and making more disciples like you are already saved and you can be confident in that and secure in that. So if your goal is just, I want to make as many believers as I can because that makes me more valuable. You're missing the fact that God loves you the same way as he loves the unbeliever. Uh, not because you've earned it. Yeah, you you know what I mean. Like, you can you can rest comfortable in knowing that you can share the gospel with others out of love because you have been loved, and not because you have to earn your right to be in a position of being loved. Yeah,
0: yeah. A good same thing. That book I, I read a couple of chapters. It was that was pretty cool. Uh, and it was an easy read. It, um, but he he talked about Toy Story. This is so good. It's actually hitting other layers, but it really works with this, too. Basically, how, like, in the first movie, Woody, he has this privileged position with Andy. Buzz comes. He's the new guy. And what he believes is is wrong, right? That he believes he he, he doesn't think he's really a toy Mm -hmm. in the beginning. And basically, so in Woody's attempt to try to sabotage him, they both get separated from Andy. And the guy's part of the guy's point was like too, you know, you know, that Woody was right about Buzz, like, Buzz, you're thinking wrong. You're not actually a toy, you're a child's play thing. But Buzz's response to him is like, You're a sad, strange little man, like I'm totally <laughs> off put by you. And the truth is that they need each other to get back to Andy. And he was like, Andy would be upset if only one of them came back. It's not that he only wanted Woody or only wanted Buzz, he wanted them both. Uh, I w- I was just like it was like so good. I thought the illustration was so good, but basically, right. So when it comes like to being friends with somebody, uh, you know, the, I think the parallels are there. I don't know why my brain is farting when I try to make a, <laughs> an actual point with words. So it's it's all right. It's all right. Sorry, I think the parallels are there. So. Yeah, yeah. No, you it It them. is like the
1: whole idea of like like you're 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 loved, they're loved and i think if you feel secure and and feeling and, and 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 feeling your your relationship with god feeling love feeling accepted then i think the way you evangelize others is different yeah yeah yeah
0: and again oh and that's what i was trying to say right is that i think so when you're passionate about jesus and you're passionate about what he's done when you know what god has saved you from when you're not better mm-hmm. than other people god saved you from your sin yeah and you know that and and you have a thriving relationship with God, when you're passionate, you talk about it. That's how many times do we talk about Marvel at the end of, you know, the podcast episodes because, oh, well, we all, we all like it. You know, we all, we just talk, it just kind of comes out. Right. And I think, yeah, so it's okay. Like when you're friends with somebody who's different than you, who's not a Christian, you, you should have some of those people in your life. And I think maybe that's a way to understand is, hey, so you don't have to have it all together to influence someone for
1: Christ because when, When God's made a difference in your life, you share it. And maybe this is going to sound weird the way I put this, but what's the point in sharing Jesus with others if, if at the end of the day, when they accept Christ, you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Like, isn't the point supposed to be now you're gonna now you're gonna spend eternity with this person? I hope you've learned to love them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You you know what I mean? Like, like so if it's just a uh, you know, I don't I guess what I'm trying to say is an agenda should for your friends should flow out of your genuine concern for them. Yeah, yeah so in that aspect, yes, friends having an agenda for your friends is is important that you want to see them saved. you want them to understand the the mercies, the the grace, the the help, the strength, the hope. Yeah. Um, so, and, and you don't always have to be real pushy about it either. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you're like really living secure in your relationship with God, they're going to see that and be kind of like, Hey, I know you're a person of faith. What do you think about this? What do you think about Mm -hmm. that? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to always force things to happen if you're genuine in your faith.
0: Yeah. And you know, even going along with that, you don't have to force it. People will come to you. People know. I think that's what will happen when you're open about your faith. I want to share this, too, because one time in a youth group, I would, you know, I'm sharing stories like, oh, and I prayed with this person at my job or whatever. And one of the youth leaders came up afterwards and she was like, look, how does this always happen to you? How do you always have these stories that somebody said yes or somebody came to you? And I'm like, well, I have them. But I have all the ones where it didn't happen that way too. Like, right, right. There have been times I said, "Hey, well, why not, let's pray right now?" And they go, "No, I don't want to pray with you." I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> or like, um, I, w- I was thinking about this yesterday. Like, I remember this guy. He uh, he. I had to get my car towed, so he picked me up, and I was just saying how, like, dude, like, I have no skills in that department. Like, I I feel so useless. And he was like, "It's okay, man. You know, we all have our areas of expertise." And I was like, "I'm never gonna see this guy again." So I'm like, "Well, you know what? I do." And I'm like, "Mine's the Bible. I teach the Bible. I believe in God." And He's like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, it, "I just want to pick up your car." <laughs> it d- didn't really work. I, I, I was like, "Let me let, maybe I could bring up God," and it just kind of didn't work. So, <laughs> like, so yeah, you got to be tactful and all those things too. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's okay if you like, or like, hey, can I pray with you? Or hey, do you want to come right. to church? And they're like, no, and like. Uh, Okay. okay. Yeah, right. Like,
1: <laughs> and then there there's a good test of your friendship and how much you care for them. Are you like, okay, I'm going to move on to somebody else now? Yeah. You oh, that's a great point, you yeah. know. Or yeah. is it that you're going to stick with them because you genuinely care about them? Yeah, how how to know if you're friends with
0: somebody and you really love them, and you're actually friends with them the way Jesus would want you to be is, well, what if they do say no to those things, your invitation or whatever? Are you going to still be friends with them?
1: Or are you going to be like filthy sinner? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's some great points there, and um, <clears throat> you know, so yesterday too, talking about I'm invested. Pastor Jeff talked about the main point, the one main point is, you know, God created us to pour, not store, and it's not limited to finances, although that's a huge part, which I will ask in just a second, but. Um, I think he even talks about what we were just saying with being an influence and and all those things like we're not created to store it and hoard it all up for ourselves. And he shared a couple scriptures on that, that parable Jesus tells in Luke, but he opened with the, uh, fork in the road. And what if there was a road to blessings or road to being a blessing, which would you pick? Did you have a first impulse?
1: Today? Well, you know what my first impulse was? When you said that to me, I'd say, I'd pick up the fork and eat. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So I, just, I just watched the, uh,
0: the first Avengers. Rebecca reckon I've watched the Marvel movies. And he goes, uh, he goes, Captain America, when they're all, like, fighting, mm-hmm. they're arguing, he's like, you're not the guy to lay down your life. You're not the guy to, like, step on the wire so the other guy can cross. And Iron Man's like, I think I would just cut the wire. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, always a way out. You always just have some, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, mine was like, well, the right answer is being a blessing. So that's my impulse. But right. I think I'm supposed to say my impulse is to – get blessings which of course why would that not be my impulse so that's how i process like that i'm like well i already know that i'm supposed to pick this answer that's the right answer like that's how I. and that's so hard man because you know
1: (laughs) that's one of the things about working with kids is you see and it always it it helps me to be a little bit more aware you, you know even though i can be more but when i ask a question i'm like Who's your best friend? They're like, Jesus, what teacher influenced you the most? Jesus, <laughs> like who's the strongest person, you know, Jesus, you know, it's like, okay, I get it. Okay. I get it. You're in church and you want to give me the right answer. Yeah. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about like people and he's like, what well, Jesus, is the person, you know, like they, they, like, they can't, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's our nature is to want to give the right answer, yeah. you know, and yeah. we want to think that we would always give the right answer. Uh, but I honestly, I think when we look at our lives and we see sometimes when this comes up, sometimes we pick the right answer. Yeah. And sometimes we're like, I just want the good stuff, you know, or what yeah. we perceive as good stuff, you know. But, but, um, so I, I mean, I would hope everybody would say, I want to be a blessing, right, <laughs> you know. Right.
0: But, well, and I like that his like qualifier. He was like, well, I thought about what led to deeper relationships. But then he also was like, you know, what looks more like, christ and i'm like oh well i feel like that's a clear answer then it's being a blessing no matter how hard that road is right that's um the answer and i mean i thought too like i guess it's kind of a trick question because i guess you could say right it's well how jesus says it's more blessed to give than to receive so when you are walking down the road of being a blessing you could say that well i'm receiving blessings Mm -hmm. as a result Mm -hmm. you know um but uh you know talking about giving And I'm invested, you know, right. I think he said this, like, look, or at least I've just heard it anyway. Look at your checking account. You know, what do you spend money on? That's what's important to you. That's what you're invested in. Maybe it's food. Maybe it's your house. Maybe it's vacation. uh, It's video games or technology, things, hobbies at home. You know, whatever you spend money on is what you're actually invested in. And there's no... Talking around that, that's what you care about.
1: And I would say that that's one mark. I would also say what you spend your time on. Yes, okay, yeah. Is also another mark. Yeah. Because, and I say that because sometimes we know the right answer, Yeah. talking about right answers again, we know the right answer is to tithe. We know the right answer is to give to missions. We know the right answer is to give. But then sometimes... So, we'll do those things, but our heart will really be for something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, cause people are good with sometimes having an image. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But I think where you – it goes hand in hand in that, where you spend your time. Like, if you're spending your time, like, sports, or even earlier I was talking about marching band. If You know, I don't want to limit to just sports. There's other areas that we spend our time. You know, when those things become – When those things become um, the the all important, the all important, you know, and, and that's where, and again, there are seasons, I get that, but, but where you're spending your time also matters. Yeah. Where you spend your time, what you're prioritizing, Mm -hmm.
0: right? Like you're going to rearrange your schedule. Uh, for this because right. this is the most important
1: right and then and then that's where you see the money thing coming into play yeah when you
0: prioritize like you said you yeah. know so. and yeah there's obviously there's seasons you know yeah um I, I, this is the podcast so i think i can say this but like I, i've heard it said even before too i'm just, just hold on just don't forget <laughs> th- nobody freak out just sorry But I have to say it now, obviously. (laughs) But like, uh, (laughs) I've heard somebody, I've heard people say before too. Like, look, if if you really financially are in a place where you can't tithe, like, do what you can until you can tithe. I think ninety nine percent of us, that's we're you know we're not going to be there. And I think when you follow the biblical principle, I want to put it out there. But what I'm just trying to say that was just sorry supposed to be an example of there are seasons of things, and yeah, you may have to prioritize something else in your schedule or. Other things. I think that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. Yeah, make that clear. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, So it's okay that there are seasons, and certain things may take more of my time or money at this
1: portion. And you're trying to juggle things, and yeah,
0: but I need to be sensitive, and and I think I think that's the excuse that we fall into is while we say, oh, well, it's just for right now. And then you yeah, blink yeah. and it's been three yeah. years. And yeah. I think that's how it is with, say, even, like, church attendance, which isn't the end all to everything. But, like, I think I've said it before. It's like I've run into people at ShopRite or different places, and they're like, oh, blah, blah. I was telling people about church. And, like, they're talking like they like they were there last week. Like, it's still my church. And I'm like, I know I haven't seen you in a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But it's because in your head oh, well, it's still my church. Oh, I only missed because we just had something going on. And so I think it is true there are seasons, and, and it's okay, it flows up and down. But that also, I guess, can be the excuse as well.
1: Right. And, and that seems to be a theme we keep hitting on today. Like, sometimes we have excuses for all these things. Yeah. Um, but really, we got to really do some soul-searching with some of these things, Yeah. You, you know? And, yeah, you don't want it to become where, well, well, I have the like I think it's easy to pick on sports with that because yeah you, you finish one season and then you're like okay now we're part of the traveling team now we're part of this right. now we're part of that and it's easy you know uh, I mean I think scripture is clear where your treasure lies is where your heart's going to be yeah so if you're longing for things of god you're going to find ways to connect with the body yeah if you're longing for recognition. You're gonna find ways to get recognition. Yeah. If you're longing for the things of the world, you're gonna find ways to be a part of the things of the world. So where your treasure is, that's where your heart's gonna be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, that's you you can flip it then too, or you kinda alluded to it like so if you are desiring the things of God, then start to invest in those things too. If you say I realize this isn't making me happier. I realize I need more of God. The way, change where your treasure is. Mm -hmm. Change what you're investing into. Start giving. If you're not tithing, you should tithe. Or maybe if you give a little bit to missions, give a little more. Or, Or make time to be in a group, a life group. Connect with the body like you said. If you find yourself, I do need more of God, I hunger for that then change it. So your treasure, because, right. You know, that, then start the, you'll to pursue that. Find ways to pursue that. Yeah. 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 Find yeah. ways
1: to pursue it. Yeah. Um, cause it, it, it matters. Like if, if those things are important to you doing those things that feed that matters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah and so I think it's been a really great series. Um, and I think it's been, you know, challenging. You kind of look, inwardly at yourself a little bit but I think it's been inspiring as well it hasn't been like critical I think it's been a really great series yeah I don't I
1: I don't think it's been critical I think it's been more about like if you're in here's ways you can be in
0: yeah yeah you know so yeah I think it's been good so yeah thanks for your time today Pastor Todd Um, did you know that it was Batman Day this weekend
1: you know I didn't I, I saw stuff about Batman Day I just didn't know what day it was yeah so um. so I <laughs> I used to play I don't play it so much anymore but I used to play uh, DC Universe Online which oh, is yeah. you know it's free on the Xbox or whatever so I was playing that and every once in a while I still get the email saying hey celebrate Batman Day with these uh, three yeah. rewards or whatever yeah. so I haven't played it in forever I don't know you know it's an okay game but anyway um so i kind of knew that okay but
0: yeah because i got some emails that's the only reason i knew and, and sometimes like i'll like post something i don't know like there's a picture of me from six legs where the batman costume is okay like, I, I sometimes would share that but it's actually kind of getting old now so like i didn't do anything i was like oh maybe i should have done something but yeah yeah it was this weekend and uh uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm going on that Israel trip um, pretty soon. Actually, at the end of October. End of October. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's probably like five weeks away. So I'm excited. I'm a little nervous because because I don't have context. So I'm obviously excited, but like, and I know I'm gonna love it, but I, it's not like I can picture everything that I'm gonna experience. I, I've never experienced it. So I'm excited. And then it, it's it's ten days.
1: Okay, I was gonna ask you that.
0: Yeah. So. You know, like it won't be like, it's, yeah, it's, it, it, you got some nerves, but like there's some people
1: coming that I know. And, you know. 10 days includes travel time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 10 days total. Um, <clears throat> and you're going to be checking out a bunch of different places in Israel, right? Yeah. All the major yeah, some of landmarks. Stuff, but.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go to, we're going to go to Galilee. So like we'll see the Sea of Galilee. The Sermon on the Mount, where they believe he gave that Capernaum, uh, which I'm sure I'll come back and be able to tell you way more <laughs> about what all this means. Like yeah, some yeah, of yeah. Um, There's a couple things that I don't know what it is. Like a, a couple people I know have been to Israel. Like, oh, you're doing that? You're gonna love. It. I'm like, so I don't know what it is. I gotta research it probably. Okay. But one thing that's cool that I'm doing is, and again, I don't know a lot about this, but it's outside Jerusalem. It's called the Tower of Date, or no? Yeah, Tower of David or City of David. I think it's City of David, actually. But there's some archaeological digs going on. Okay. And we're going to help with that. We're going to help, like, sift and okay. basically volunteer, which is pretty cool because they're also not letting people volunteer for that right now. So, like, that's pretty <laughs> – I, th- I <laughs> right. think that's, no, that's cool. like yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and um, the Garden Tomb, of course. That's, I think, the number one thing to be excited about. Like, okay. I'm going to see the Garden Tomb so yeah, that's cool
1: that's cool yeah. um don't don't buy any artifacts from people on the street you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> this is this is the actual you know piece of wood from jesus cross yeah right <laughs> oh me i'm the two second two millionth person to buy a piece of price. <laughs> right, right. yeah but uh, uh, that's cool that's cool
0: yeah so it'll be fun I'm, I'm, I'm excited it's coming up but yeah so i gotta get ready and things like that but So anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and we'll join you next time. Uh, This has been Pastor Matt.
1: And Pastor Todd.
0: See you next time.